This is Harry Murray in Murray's Fly Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Let's talk about what kind of fishing we're having and extrapolate this on into what I expect for the month of August. The trout streams are definitely getting low and the trout are super wary. I strive to make a low, stealthy approach to each hole. I study it carefully. I do not let my shadow fall over it, and I do not false cast over the pool. If I need to lengthen the cast, I do it to the side of the pool, well out of the sight of any fish in that pool. This certainly helps me get a rise. Now, when I spot a rising fish in that pool, I'll sneak into a casting position that will let me hide from him and still let me make a good presentation to him. I've got three rules. I'll sit there and wait till that trout takes three natural insects. This does two very important things for me. One, if he goes ahead and feeds on the surface, whether he's taking ants or moths or whatever he's taking, if he takes three more flies, when I've crawled into casting position, I know I haven't spooked that fish. Another thing it does, it you know, when he's out there rising to beat the band, I get a little tense. By sitting there and cooling it, I, this lets me calm down a little bit, and I got a better chance of taking him. Um, try to make the first cast over a fish as close to perfect as you can get it. Now, the best way I know to do this is to throw a slack line cast. This could be the puddle cast where you're throwing a stack of line up and let it fall in the pool. Could be a lazy S cast where when the fly is turning over in the air, on the very last second of the presentation, you wiggle the rod from right to left and throw a S line on the on there. That'll give you a good natural drift, and you got a good chance to catch that trip, catch that trout um, off that. Now, if you say you see two two good trout rising in a pool, the first one down below, no sweat. You you land him. And you would really like to get a shot at that one further up in the pool because he looks, actually he looked a little bit bigger. So if you want to get a shot at that guy further up in the pool, either land the one that you just took first in the lower part of the pool very gently and let him swim away. Or actually, what I have gone to in the last several years is what I call my pop strike. That means when that guy in the lower part of the pool comes up and takes my flying beetle, I set the hook on him. Then that, you know, I've got him. I know it. But rather than fight him and crash him all over that pool and scare the one up in the top to death, I instantly, and I'm talking about one second after I hook that guy, I release the pressure on the leader and on the fly. And I'd say for three-fourths of the time, that trout will swim away just as naturally. That's what I call a pop strike. You hit him and release him almost instantly. And it does work. So 
try to be careful on these trout and believe it or not you can get some excellent fishing i just got back yesterday and i had excellent fishing because of the wary nature i try to select parts of the stream that are high gradient those parts with long flat pools you're really putting the skids on your ability there however the pool that's coming the pools that are kind of tumbling down the mountainside you've got a good chance of moving in and hiding below those but the trout fishing this time of the year is possible it's very productive and it's very rewarding all right let's look what's going on with the bass now last week last month that is we talked about the hardhead surface bugs and that Shenandoah series I developed and all that kind of stuff this time of the year the water's getting clear the rivers are getting lower and what I'm doing in most cases is switching over to deer hair floating bass bugs for many many years I relied strongly on the old Tapley bass bug, partly because they worked effectively for me and partly because I enjoyed uh, talking to H.G. Tapley and his son Bill very much. But the Tapley bass bug is so effective because it's streamlined. I can go to my 7 weight, 9 foot, with a 9 foot 2x leader and I can shoot that thing back in the shady banks throw a nice tight loop with it it's not like something with wings and legs and all kind of feathers going all over it a smooth streamlined bass bug you can shoot back in that shade along the bank and get some outstanding surface fishing and it doesn't have to be at dusk in the evening although that certainly is a good time to go but if you're working on that shade especially with a, a streamlined deer hair bass bug you can really do well um, we've really experimented a whole lot with different ones I was fishing upstream from Edinburgh on the North Fork several years ago and over along the far bank I saw a lot of crickets heading falling in the stream so I developed the Murray's floating cricket and it was just a house of fire I caught fish lower on it so I experimented a little bit more and we came up with the Murray's bass hopper headed for the James a few days later my son was using this thing he was in the front of the boat and I was in the rowing and in along the shaded banks on that Murray's deer hair bass bug hopper bass hopper Jeff caught the biggest bass we caught well maybe it might have been the biggest bass we had all summer but by fishing those deer hair flies that are streamlined it is outstanding some we've developed and since then is a Shenandoah hair popper the uh, Murray's bass dragonfly the Murray's bass damselfly and then that uh, cicada I mentioned it's um, it's a good way to fish for bass during the summer with the deer hair bugs if I can keep them streamlined I can add about 20% to my cast and I do work them upstream. Both of these reasons, this, the streamline thing, the extra distance going upstream, that basically is to keep me from scaring those bass. Because anybody that thinks big, smallmouth bass aren't spooky, you got a lot to learn.
But try these deer hair bugs and see what you think of them, and I believe you'll have some great fishing. Call me if you have any questions on this, and I'll show you some of the areas where I've been getting good fishing. But you can just call me, or better yet, stop by and let me go over the maps with you. This is Harry Murray at Murray's Fly Shop in Edinburgh, Virginia. Ring me at 540-984-4212. Thank you very much.